Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Body of Christ Church, and you are listening to our program, Kings and Priests, where we teach repentance to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. In these last days, darkness has covered the earth, and gross darkness covers the people. But for those who choose to hear the words of the Father and the instructions of Jesus Christ, He will give them the power to become the nation of kings and priests they were ordained to be from the foundations of the earth. called black people in the Bible? Where do we fit in in the story of God? And are we anybody of note in the Holy Scriptures? We go to church and read about Adam and Eve, the first family. We read about Moses and the commandments, the patience of Job, the wisdom and riches of Solomon, the disciples of Christ, and Jesus Christ himself. What if they were all people of color? 
How would it change your life? And what would it mean to you? Come join us as we seek the truth to see if there were any black people in the Holy Bible. like to welcome you to another edition of Kings and Priests, and as it is Black History Month, we're talking about black history. I'm your brother, Gadawan, once again, still here in London in the UK, teaching the words of the Heavenly Father and His anointed Son, Jesus Christ, and we also have another brother joining us this morning. We've got the brother Zach. Good morning, brother Zach. Hey, shalom to all the brothers and sisters over there in the UK. This is your brother Zach over here in the US on the Sabbath, about nine o'clock ish in the morning. Uh, to the Heavenly Father for another opportunity to participate in the show. All right. All right. So do you think there's any um, black characters or black figures in the Bible? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, this is what we're going to be talking about this morning. And um, also, we have another brother, and he hosts a show on Friday nights called Repentance is the Key. And um, actually, he did a, a show on Black History Month for Black History Month. You know, was slavery... A blessing. I think most people know that slavery wasn't a blessing, that it was a damn curse. But Brother Ibaja, good morning. Good morning. Or should I say good afternoon from the UK, because it's two in the afternoon over here, but I know it's um, early rising for you guys. <laughs> eh, 9 a.m. ain't too early. It's not too early, but uh, it's early enough. Mm. Okay, I mean, what can what can I say? I mean, most people do they consider that there could be anybody that was black in the scriptures, black in the Bible. You know, I I want to play this clip. This is a clip from you know before we start going into the scriptures and history and stuff like that. I want to play this clip from Malcolm X. And um, this is Malcolm X's take on are there any um, blacks in the Bible? Now, keeping in mind, we follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We follow the scriptures. We are by no means Muslims. Just let me put that out there before I play this clip. He has one religion, and that he gave this one religion, the same religion, to all of his prophets. Which means, Abraham was a Muslim, Lot was a Muslim, Noah was a Muslim, Moses was a Muslim, Daniel was a Muslim, Jesus was a Muslim, all were Muslims, all practiced the religion of Islam, and all were black men. None of them were white. You cannot name one prophet, please. You cannot name one prophet in the Bible that came from Europe. No prophet came from Europe. The prophets all came from Africa and Asia. So, 
that's Malcolm X saying that the prophets and the people of the Bible from Abraham, Moses to Jesus Christ, they were all uh, black men. Now, we know that the Bible and the the commandments were way before Islam. So let's go and look and let's start from the beginning. But a lot of people know about Malcolm X, but they don't. They don't see us as being the people of the Bible or having anyone of the Bible of any note, do they? Hell no. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I bought you look out for your one of thought after he said he was going to call in, so look out for his number and let him in on the line. So let's let's right. start. Let's start from Adam. Was Adam of dark skin or as the world would say was Adam black was Adam black or was he white or was he a person of color was he green <laughs> or was he alien what was he was he seeded by aliens let's go to the book of uh, Genesis the second chapter in the seventh verse alright <clears throat> the book of Genesis chapter 2 starting at verse 7 and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So it says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. Who is this speaking about? I'm sorry, say again. I'm, I'm, who, I'm who sitting there already reading ahead. <laughs> who is this and the Lord, this is referring to Adam, if I'm reading this correctly. This is referring to Adam. Right. So when you look at the ground, what color is the ground? The ground is of a brownish color. Now notice, it didn't say sands of the beaches for people who try to play slick. Dust of the ground. So the ground is of a brownish color. And, is, and as you dig deeper into the ground, the soil gets darker and darker. You sound like Uncle Ruckus there, blacker and darker and darker and blacker. <laughs> but when you look at the Hebrew word Adam, it's from Adam comes from the Hebrew word Adama, that means of the ground. And when you dig out into the ground, it's just as you said, it gets darker and darker the deeper that you dig into the earth, the soil. So it says Adam was formed from the dust of the ground and he breathed into him the breath of life which was the commandment that knowledge and wisdom and he became a living soul so right there that shows that what Adam was of a dark hue now I got another clip and this is a this is a clip where they're speaking to Louis Farrakhan and they're going into, like, the DNA evidence of Adam and Eve. So let's listen to this. And Noah cursed him, and, of course, he was doomed, who uh, mocked Noah in his drunkenness, telling him how black folk were taught that our blackness 
is something of a divine curse, that we are the children of Ham. And Ham was one of the sons of Noah who uh, mocked Noah in his drunkenness, and Noah cursed him, and, of course, he was doomed from that point to be a hewer of wood and a drawer of water. And so today, black folk think of themselves in a servitude posture. Black folk think of the color of their skin as a curse. They think of the texture of their hair as something terrible, the thickness of our lips or the shape of our noses. This is not because we desire to think this way, but we live in America where white standards of beauty have been imposed upon us. Now what? How do you break this? By telling the truth. The truth is black people have a beauty that is ours. It is uniquely ours. You have your beauty as white people. As you learn to appreciate yourself and we learn to appreciate ourselves, then maybe we can appreciate one another. But truth has to be told. The truth is, according to your own scholars, your own scientists, Mendel said, black skin is dominant. White skin is recessive. Dark eyes are dominant. Light eyes are recessive. Mendel said you can get the, do- the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. That's Mendel. Dr. Leakey was looking for the origin of human beings. He went to Europe, but he didn't stay there long. He kept right on moving, and he found the origin of man in Africa. Now some of your scholars of genetics have taken the DNA and have traced the origin of human beings back to the black woman. Look, we are the father of all human beings. Tell it from the mountains, the black people are the original people of the earth. So that was that was Farrakhan. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, this guys he's a quack, he doesn't know anything. So what I'm going to go to, I don't know if... Uh, you brothers remember that there was an article in Newsweek and on in in that article in Newsweek on the on the front page they had an image of Adam and Eve. Do you, you you can any of you brothers remember that? Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> if if you look on um some of the pictures that we have up on the show you'll see that that picture. And actually it was the famous picture because what they showed them as is them Adam and Eve with Jerry curls. <laughs> you know, there was no Jerry curl juice in the garden. You know, not that I've read about. I didn't read about no S curl in the Bible. Did you? No. So I'm going to read a bit of that article where they're pulling up <coughs> the DNA evidence and what they said in that article. And it's about Eve. It says scientists are calling her Eve, but reluctantly. The name invokes too many wrong images. The weak-willed figure in Genesis, the milk-skinned beauty in Renaissance art, the uh, voluptuary gardener in Paradise Laws, who was all softness and meek surrender in waist-length gold tresses, the scientist Eve, subject of one of the most provocative 
anthropological theories in a decade was more likely a dark-haired, black-skinned woman roaming a hot savanna in search of food. So it's like when we say something as black people, we're crazy, we're ignorant, we're foolish, we got a chip on our shoulder. But this is coming from white scientists. This is what they're saying. And what they're saying... I like how they put it. The weak will figure in Genesis, the milk skin beauty and renaissance art, the voluptuous gardener in Paradise Lost, who was all softness and meek surrender and waste gold tresses. So what are they saying there? Let me see if you brothers can uh, see through the matrix of what they're saying, because it's given the comparisons. Basically, they're saying that the biblical Eve, because you know, it, it did give the reference to the garden, was basically a, a, a weak-willed woman. Uh, you know, she was the personification of being docile and things of that nature. Uh, Baja? Uh, Baja, you there? I think we lost our Baja. What color is milk? White. Okay. So... It's given a com- com- uh, comparisons to what they had, like in Renaissance art of a white Eve. Now it says what? The subject of one of the most provocative anthropological theories in a decade was more likely a dark-haired, black-skinned woman roaming the hot savanna in search of food. So in the Renaissance, the many of the images of medieval art, she was portrayed white, but their studies are showing that it's more likely that she was a, a a black woman. So these are from white scientists, and I'm gonna read I'm gonna read more on because they described their Eve as delicate, weak will, soft, meek, meek, surrender, and waist length gold tresses. That's how she was portrayed. But now that they find this, what what now they find out and say, well, nah, she well, probably most likely she was black. Eve was black. So it says she was a muscular, she was as muscular as Martina Navratilova, maybe stronger. She might have torn animals apart with her hands, although she probably preferred to use stone tools. She was not the only woman on earth, not necessarily the most attractive or maternal. She was simply the most fruitful. If this is measured by success in propagating a certain set of genes, her seems to be in all humans living today, five billion blood relatives. She was, by rough estimate, your 10,000th grandmother. So does that sound like a, a very um, flattering image of our Mother Eve? No. No, no. it doesn't very flattering no. at all. This is, this, is, this is how we portrayed on the earth as nothing. And it's like, okay, it's like, I mean, to say Eve was possibly a dark-skinned woman, that is something of note, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That would make, you know, our people, black people, black women say, wait a minute, we descend from Eve? Eve was black? Well, let me fix myself up. But it goes on after it says that she was most likely, more likely, to be dark-haired and black-skinned. Then it goes on to defame her. They basically say she was like a monster, able savage. to rip animals apart. A savage. Yeah. But let's go into 
let's go into uh, the scriptures where it speaks about Eve. Go to Genesis, the third chapter. Because this is what scientists say. Let's see what the Bible says. Starting at verse 1? Or? Uh, three, Genesis 3 and 20. All right. This is the book of Genesis, excuse me, chapter 3, verse 20. And it says, And Adam called his wife, excuse me, And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Right. So, this is what scientists said, but this is what the Bible had already told us, that she was, that we were all descended of Eve. And how do we know that we all descended of Eve? Because through Adam and Eve came Noah, and Noah, after the flood, repopulated, repopulated the earth through Ham, through Shem, Japheth, and Ham. So also go read Acts 17, verse 26. Okay, jumping to the book of Acts. Say again, please. Acts seventeen twenty six. And y'all, you want to? I see you on 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 the line. We're gonna get you, bro. Acts chapter seventeen, verse twenty six, and it says, <clears throat> "And have made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth." And have determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. So we know that all the nations descend from one blood. And that one blood is from Adam and Eve. So scientists are just following this out, which which we've known for thousands of years because it's written in the Holy Scriptures. That's science for you. <laughs> I guess science is finally catching up with the Bible. Or they want to tell the truth, you know, through their... Through their um, Studies and things, they're finding out that, yes, black people are of note, and we are in the Bible, and in, in a very prominent position as Adam and Eve, as the mothers and fathers of this earth who are dark-skinned people. And that's what that's what science, white scientists are saying. Because if we say something, oh, these guys, they got a chip on it, there's some kind of black militant, they're racist, this, that. But when white people say it, it's okay. So we've got white people to say it or the evidence or the articles or the news from the general media. Because we as black people, we don't believe one another when we say something, especially coming out and saying something that we're somebody. No, we ain't nobody. Because that's what they show in the media and TV, that we're nothing, we're nobody. We can't be nobody. We wasn't nobody. We were just slaves. That's it. So let's move from there. So that's Adam and Eve. What about ham? Because, it, you know, it's like when you look at media, TV, you know, biblical programs, it's like there wasn't no black people in the Bible, especially the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments is probably probably one of the the most prominent biblical movies of all time. Would you agree? Yeah. Let's let's get Yawanathan uh, on the line. Hey, Shalom, you want to You're on the line, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, give it all praise to the Heavenly Father, to the, to the listening audience. Glad to be here. Um, if I could make a comment on the, the one point that you made already. Sure, go ahead. Um, okay. Um, the point about the Eve, like in the in the article, it said that she had to be muscular and hard 
And, you know, during the time period that was written, they compared it to be strength-wise of um, the tennis player Martina Natalova. Um, what's the last name? Navitalova. I can't pronounce it. Right, and 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 those are all images of 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 a hard woman. But the thing is, that's not according to to the scriptures, mm. okay? Because when you when you look at number one, when you look at that tennis woman, okay, that that's nothing of femininity. But but let's, I'm just going to get straight to the scriptures, okay? Right. And it says this in Second Ezra chapter six and verse fifty four. Because had they would read the scriptures, they will understand this in Second Ezra six fifty four. And it says, And after these, Adam also, whom thou madest Lord of all thy creatures, of him come we all, and the people also whom thou hast chosen. So mm. here Ezra is letting it be known that the Most High uh, made Adam and gave him what? Lord of all thy creatures. So Adam wasn't out there struggling and, and, and scraping <laughs> and, and fighting, and, and neither was his wife. Um, scavenging for anything. The Heavenly Father gave them the, the, the whole world dominion. The scripture mm. says here, uh, Lord of all thy creatures. So even that statement in that in that um, that one um, excerpt of that um, story here is totally against the scriptures because Adam had dominion over everything and naturally his wife, the Lord says that, what, of these two shall be one flesh, okay, she had dominion as well. But it was that. But it was Adam that was the head. So now they were not there scraping and and scratching for anything until the heavenly Father cast them out of that garden for their wickedness. So that was the point that I wanted to make. And then also in this verse, like you said, uh, yeah, we all came from from Adam and Eve. But now there's in this verse here, the heavenly Father is making the distinction. Of a particular people that he's chosen, and it's those ones that that in every nation that's what of um, that's been of captivity, that's been of um, that's continually in wickedness up to this day because of our rebellion. So now I just want to throw that back to you. Okay, now I wanted to go to to Ham. To the biblical character Ham, because um, what they were saying was is that Ham, that black people came from Ham, and Ham was the cursed seed. So if someone got the, the Zodavan's Bible Dictionary, if they can get that and read that. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. All right, I've got it. It says, this is uh, Zodavan's Bible Dictionary. It says, Ham, the youngest son of Noah, born about, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of eight persons to live through the flood. He became the progenitor of the dark races. Not the Negroes, but the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites. So, that's, you can get, you can get the Zodavan's Bible Dictionary, go to Amazon, or any uh, reputable bookstore, and you can get that where it's going to show you that Ham was the progenitor of the dark races. So what does that prove, number one? That, yes, there are dark-skinned people that's in the Bible, because it said Ham was one. 
But it's something that it says interesting. It says, not the Negroes. So who are the people being called the Negroes today? We, we believe it or not, are, of course, like it said in the dictionary, we are not the children of Ham. We, believe it or not, are the children of Shem. And through Shem and his bloodline, the seeds of his sons, came Abraham, then Isaac, then Jacob, and, of course, Jacob with his 12 sons, which they became the forefathers of the nation of Israel, which we, as not only Negroes, but Latinos and Americans, we come from that seed line. Right. Let me ask, you, let me ask another question, because I said the Ten Commandments was probably one of the, the most prominent biblical movies of all times. So in that movie, in here it says, in this Bible dictionary, it says Ham, the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes. So he's not the father of the Negroes, but the Egyptians. When you see the Egyptians in the Ten Commandment movie, what color are they? Not black. <laughs> you want to thought what color are they? Well, I'll answer You see, you Brenner with a... Uh, one of the first so-called white men with a bald head on the on the screen, you know, with uh, as as uh, as so-called Farrakhan, uh, I'm gonna put it with European features. Mm. You know, it's, it's crazy, you know, because here it is. You even go to the so-called historical records or historical artifacts that still exist to this day. You look at those hieroglyphics. All of those people are people of color, even though, you know, some of those uh, archaeologists may have tried to whitewash those things to make them so-called lighter. Or even when Hitler then shot the nose off of the Sphinx because the nose was too wide. Hmm. So, you know, and all through history, I mean, the Renaissance, where they went back and whitewashed a lot of the paintings from the Byzantine era when, so, when so-called people of color were in power. You know, you jump in the head. We're going to get to that. I know, I know, but, you know, when, when the scripture said the Lord that he was going to have us cease from being a nation, he meant that. Yeah. There was going to be no remembrance of us. And um, <clears throat> Malcolm X agrees with you. We're going to play that. We're going to play that clip in a minute. Yeah, but I got something for them, too. But yeah, um, now, if the Egyptians... The Egyptians, according to the historic historians and scholars, were of the dark races. And Moses, Moses, who was raised as an Egyptian, Joseph, who posed as the Egyptian, insomuch that his own brothers of the uh, sons of Jacob didn't recognize him, then what color must they have been? What color must have been Moses and Joseph? White skin? No, dark skin people as well. So, I want to move to, so that's, that's Ham. And Moses married an Ethiopian woman. Get that in Numbers, the 12th chapter in the first verse. And, and furthermore, furthermore, if Ham was the father of the dark races, 
What must have made Noah? White? So Noah's white and he having this dog black negro son. <laughs> Boy, I'll be looking at I'll be looking at the mama like, What? <laughs> Where does Negro baby come from? <laughs> he just black. He just born that way. He got revitiligo. Like ruckus. <laughs> the older he got, the blacker he got. Then his baby was black. And the next baby was blacker than him. I mean, common sense would say, okay, black baby, there's some black, there's some black in there somewhere. Black mama, black daddy, some some combination of black. But we don't, you know, we're not told these things, even though they're historical facts. It, one of the one of the main things that I know is that um, our people don't read, they don't do study, they don't research. What are they doing? And, and I know from being and dealing with young people. Here in the UK, the majority of young people are drugged up, smoked out. They're looking to have sex. They're looking to have fun. They're not thinking about research or who they are. They could care less. They could care less. And they're not being taught. They're not being shown. Abad, you wanted to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to read Exodus real quick because Mm -hmm. we said but we're going to read it. I'm just going to go straight to the point. Exodus chapter 2, verse 5. It says, And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister, talk about Moses, Mm -hmm. he was there, Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Moses' mother, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. So Hmm. all the lies in that movie, and I know we'll deal with this when so-called Easter comes around, which is right around the corner. But it's showing you that Moses knew who his mother was. He always knew who his people were, and they were all people of color. Because he grew up in Pharaoh's house. Because mind you, if you read ahead in previous chapters, Pharaoh had issued out basically a decree that all of the male Hebrew children were supposed to be put to death because they knew of the prophecy of a so-called leader that would rise up from among them and lead the people uh, to freedom. More or less, I'm, I'm kind of putting it into a nutshell. But they knew. The other nations have always known who our people were, who our people are, and what the creator of heaven and earth had in store for us. Absolutely. They've always known. Even today they know. That's why ain't nobody complaining about the so-called murder rate in Chicago. Yeah, it's just how coming to light. But listen, as long as black people are killing black people, it's not going to be a problem. Now, let's go to Numbers 12 and 1. Further going and showing that there are black people that's in the Bible. We're asking the question, are there any black people that's in the Bible? Are there any black black people of note in the Bible? So, Numbers 12, verse 1. Numbers 12 and 1. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman 
whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. So Ethiopians, generally, what color are they? They are dark-skinned people. Right, and there, that that is, um, uh, what do you call it? A transliteration, because Ethiopians, Ethiopians, when they wrote this, they were called Ethiopians. But the Hebrew translation is Kawash. It's Kush, the Kushite woman. So when you look up the word Cush, who was one of the sons of Ham, that should already tell you that this was a, a person of a dark race. But let's look at Cush. Cush, a member of any of the mythical or actual peoples used described by ancient Greeks as dark skin and living far to the south. Now, that's the definition of, of Ethiopian. A black person. The definition of Cush, also Cush, biblical Cush, was also to the Bible the eldest son of Ham, brother of Mizraim, Egypt, Canaan, and the father of the biblical characters Nimrod and Rama, mentioned in the table of nations in Genesis, the 10th chapter in the 6th verse, and First Chronicles, the 1st chapter in the 8th. He is generally considered the eponymous ancestors of the people Cush, a dark-skinned people inhabiting the country surrounded by the river Gihon. So, are there black people in the Bible? Oh, yes, there is. Yes. So, and this black woman, this Ethiopian woman, this Cushite woman, she married Moses. So, did she marry good? <laughs> yeah, she did pretty well for us. <laughs> oh, she did pretty well for us. <laughs> may, I be, may I read the scripture right quick, please? And I hope, hopefully I'm not getting too far ahead of you, brother. I'm about to read Exodus 4 and 7. That's all right? Go ahead. All right. Now, this is Exodus chapter 4 and verse 7. Since we're talking about colors and uh, black folk, I would like to read Exodus chapter 4 and verse 7. And this is Moses talking, conversing with the Heavenly Father. And he was basically, Moses was basically saying, Lord, I can't do this. What you want me to do as far as going and talking to the Pharaoh, I can't do this. So this is what the Lord is telling or instructing Moses. Exodus chapter 4 and verse 7. I'll start at verse 6. And the Lord said, furthermore unto him, put now thy hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. Now snow... Last time I looked, was white. Verse 7, and he said, put thine hand into thy bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom again and plucked it out of his bosom. And behold, it was turned again as his other flesh. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you, you don't have to surmise whether it was white the last time you looked, because the scriptures tell you that it's white. Because that was what happened as a punishment to Miriam for speaking up against the prophet of God, Moses, about his wife. She turned leprous, white as snow. Isn't that what it said? Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, it's in that same chapter that we just left in yeah. Numbers uh, 12. It's, 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 all, it's in the same chapter. It's in the same chapter. So it, it's telling you that the snow is white. <laughs> so... 
Yes. So my question is now, Moses married this Ethiopian. That goes to answer that question, are there blacks in the Bible? Yes. Okay. The Ethiopians are black. The Hamas are black. The Egyptians are black. It's a historical fact. Now, what what we're looking at now, that there's even more prominent people that were in the Bible, people that would note that were of darker hue. Starting from Adam and Eve, we read them from the Bible that Adam was taken from the ground, which is dark, and digger, deeper you dig into the ground, you can do an experiment. You can do an experiment and go and dig into the ground, or you can go and, you know, look at your plant. If I go and grab one of my wife's plants and look at the soil that's in there, what color you think it's going to be? A very dark color. A very dark color. So Moses passed as an Egyptian in as a prince of Egypt, who the Egyptians were descendants of Ham, the darker races. But Moses wasn't of the lineage of Ham. He descended from Shem. So he was also a dark race. So our people can put that, you know, put that pip on their shoulder. Not that chip, that pip. Like, that's a good thing. Moses was a dark-skinned man. And most people, you know, they haven't heard this ever before in their life because they go to church or they see the Ten Commandments during Easter and they see Charleston Heston. Right. That's who they see. Now, he married this Ethiopian woman, this black woman. What were their children going to look like? Black. White man. Even if Moses was white. That was going to produce a, a mixed race baby that was going to look black. Because that's what you see. White people and black people get together, black baby. <laughs> but we're not saying from what the evidence that we're looking at, Moses also was a man of color. Right or wrong? Agree oh, yes. or disagree? Agree. Agree. Okay. And then uh, agree. And, and if I could, can I add something, brother? Sure, of course. You know, on that that point of, um, like you said, a, a mixed child. When we really look at it, um, because we did the show. This is uh, going back to the brothers who only smarter you uh, are you smarter than your pastor did the um, the, the biblical Jews show, um, mm-hmm. where they said that okay, you are Jew. Where man says you're a Jew by your mother's lineage is not because everything is done through the sea line of, of men. It's families of men, okay, mm-hmm. and which we know. But I just wanted to bring this point out in this show in Leviticus 24th chapter, and I'm going to start at the 10th verse, okay, because even now, I mean, you know, you have people that's intermarrying, any, um, you know, everyone's intermarrying, any, everyone. But the thing mm-hmm. is, the Heavenly Father. Who you are is the sea line of your fathers, and and more importantly, Christ says, "My sheep hear hear my voice." Now, but to this point, because people say, "Well, they all they went to Egypt and they all mixed in." Well, here in Leviticus the twenty fourth chapter verse ten, I'm going to read to about the sixteenth, and it's going to be quick. Leviticus twenty four ten it says, "And the son of an Israelitish woman whose father was an Egyptian, so there was a man whose mother was an Israelite woman." 
but his father was an Egyptian. And I'm mm-hmm. read on. It says, went out among the children of Israel. And this son of the Israelitish woman and a man of Israel strove together in the camp. So he, the scriptures are showing that this man, whom what we might call it, uh, a mixed person, the scriptures say he went amongst the children of Israel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he got into a, a, a fight or whatever with the Israelite men. Verse 11. And the Israelitish woman's son blasphemed the name of the Lord. So why didn't he? Why didn't Scripture say this Israelite man? No, it says the son of an Israelite woman. Okay, cursed the the, um, the heavenly Father, blasphemed the name of the Lord, and cursed. And they brought him unto Moses, and his mother was name was Shemlomith, the daughter of debris of the tribe of Dan. Twelve, and they put him inward, that the mind of the Lord might be showed them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Bring forth him that hath cursed without the camp, and let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head, and let all the congregation stone him. And, the, and thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whoso curses his God shall bear his sin. And he that blasphemeth the name of the Lord, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him as shall certainly stone him as well the stranger as he that is born in the land. When he blasphemeth the name of the Lord shall be put to death. So the thing is, this man was a stranger, yet his mother was of the children of Israel. And they have, they've made it clear, the Lord made it clear, look, whoever is among us that's blaspheming the name of the Lord, they all going to get the same um, punishment. So the thing that is the seed line of men, you know, and, and the thing is, the Heavenly Father made nations of men, and we went amongst the children of Ham. One more, one more scripture, Psalms 105, verse 23. Mm-hmm. It says, Psalms 105, 23, Israel also came into Egypt, and Jacob sojourned in the land of Ham, just like we were speaking earlier. So even the scriptures know that, look, these, the children of Israel went among the children of Ham. So right? the point is that you're bringing out is that we, we intermingled, well, the Israelites who historically, I mean, who in the media are portrayed as white. Historically, they've always been a dark-skinned people. But in the right. media, they're portrayed as white. These so-called white Israelites mingled with the darker races. So there would be some dark-skinned people that would be prophets or notable people in the Bible because they were mixed with the darker races. But that's 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 undeniable. But what we're saying is even more radical. We're gonna we're bringing forth the proof is that the people Moses, the Israelite, the people of God, the Jews, they were of a darker hue. That's who. That's what we're saying. So right now, this is a good time for us to take a break, and we're gonna come back and. We're going to continue to talk about this topic on Black History Month. Is there any black people in the Bible? As far as we've found out so far, we found out that Adam is black biblically and scientifically. So was Eve. Um, Moses was dark-skinned. Um, the woman who he married was dark-skinned. The Hamites, the Egyptians, the 
Cushites, the Ethiopians, they're all listed in the Bible, and they're all noted as dark-skinned people, biblically, historically, and scientifically. So stay tuned, and we're going to be right back with Kings and Priests. Church Radio Network broadcasts seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the BLCC. Listen to our archive broadcasts or check us out while we are live on the air. Come and visit us in the virtual living room at 2 o'clock p.m. on Sundays where we examine current topics according to the scriptures. Are you looking for the truth? Can you handle the truth? Find out on Mondays at 8 o'clock p.m. It doesn't matter what church you attend or philosophy you believe, take the challenge to see are you smarter than your pastor on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. The world is engrossed in darkness, but it shall be destroyed by the light. Check out From Darkness to Light at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesdays where all manner of witchcraft, occult practices, and Satanism is exposed for what it is. Before the light comes, it's time to awake on Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. If you are seeking salvation, listen to Repentance is the Key, Fridays at 7 o'clock p.m. And after you've listened to all of these shows, find out how we will become kings and priests Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. Remember to check out The Body of Christ Church seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash T-H-E-B-O-C-C. Shalom. about Black History Month. Are there any black people in the Bible from the movies and TV and the media, even biblical stories and biblical um, books, children's books that you would buy for your Bible, all the all the biblical characters, even the ones that are known historically as being black or portrayed as white. So that makes us think that where are we in the Bible? Are we anywhere to be found? So that's what we're talking about today. If you want to call in, you can definitely call in. Uh, the call-in number is 646 646- Seven one six seven seven four nine. That call in number again is six four six seven one six seven seven 
449. I'd like to thank everyone that's called in, that's listening in today. Everyone that's in the chat room, continue listening, and we're going to continue to bring out these various points that's in the scriptures. And I want to play this clip. This is a clip by Malcolm X. And he's asking, who are we? So let's listen to this clip. Program. Who are you? Yeah. You don't know. Don't tell me you're Negro. That's nothing. That's right. What were you before the white man named you a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have? What was yours? What language did you speak then? What was your name? It couldn't have been Smith or Jones or Bunch or Powell. That wasn't your name. They don't have those kind of names where you and I came from. No, what was your name? And why don't you now know what your name was then? Where did it go? Where did you lose it? Who took it? And how did he take it? What tongue did you speak? How did the man take your thumb? Where is your history? How did the man wipe out your history? How did the man, what did the man do to make you as dumb as you are right now? And, you know, when I when I hear that, brothers, and we say, okay, could we be anyone that's in the Bible or blacks in the Bible? Because in the Bible, it doesn't speak about blacks. It speaks about nations. And the Bible prominently speaks about the people of God. But when our people, when they think about who they are, this is what this is what I think about on the whole. When black people say, well, who are we? Who are we? This is what I hear in my mind. Black, you can't be anybody in the Bible, can you? You, you forgot one part. What's that? You <laughs> 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 know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm black, y'all. That's it. But we go out in the street and say, what's your nationality? I'm black, y'all. So we can't be anybody in the Bible if we're just black. But from what we're reading, Adam was black. That's what they're saying. It's not what we're saying. It's what scientists are saying. It's saying they're saying Eve was black. That's what they're saying. We all descend from a black, a so-called black family. Or, or so. Let's continue. What about the prophet Job? Oh yeah. Let's go to the prophet Job, because we all know the patience of Job and how he lost everything. He lost his children. He lost his wealth. He lost his health and how Satan tempted him to get him to curse the Lord. What is there a description of Job in the Bible? Let's go to the uh, the book of Job, 30, 
chapter thirtieth verse. This is Job. First people done, done cursed me with their with white Jesus. Not my Jesus. You're talking racism, boy. That's why I had to get other articles and things. So it's just um, you know, not something that I'm not something that I'm saying. And furthermore, we get into the the greatest document or greatest book ever written, the greatest story that's ever told, the scriptures, the Bible, as the evidence. So read that, Job 30 and 30. This is Job chapter 30 and verse 30. My skin is black upon me, and my bones are burned with heat. Read it again. Some people probably done had a heart attack and didn't hear you. All right. My, uh, Job chapter 30 and verse 30. My skin is black upon me, and my bones are burned with heat. So Job saying he's describing his skin. I mean, does that need to be broken down? My skin? No, he's not talking about his skin. So in the Hebrew, the Hebrew translation is, is, is the skin of me, he is dusky from on me and the bone of me, she is hot. From drought and he is to mourning harp of me and shepherd pipe of me to the sound of one's lamenting. So when you look at dusky, that word dusky, does any of you brothers know what that means? Are you talking about D U S K Y? Are you talking about that? D U S K Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, in you know, Hebrew it doesn't say black, it says dusky. That's the definition of the word. Y'all, y'all brothers, and you know, I say y'all brothers, talking about brothers, my generation, my generation, excuse me, and backward. Uh, y'all brothers ever heard that old saying, you know, work from dawn to dusk? Mm-hmm. So that dusky comes dusk from that word. It's a vampire movie. Yeah, well, from dusk to dawn, but you know, going backward from dawn to dusk. Or, uh, the point of the matter is, we're talking about dusk. You're talking about a certain time period of the day in which it is basically the beginning of night. Yes. Yes, it's getting it's getting dark. So the Hebrew word is shakar, and it means dark in color, swarthy, or dark-skinned. So what did Job look like? Job was black. <laughs> he was black? Okay, he was dusky. <laughs> well, once again, what do we believe? Do we believe the Bible or do we believe what media and the things that said? That's why we have to deal with the scriptures and we have to humble ourselves to the Heavenly Father. Because the Heavenly Father, in Deuteronomy 30, 32 and 7, it says, Remember the days of old. Ask your Father and he will show thee. The elders and they would tell thee. But most people don't know their father. So we have to go to our Heavenly Father, and He's the one that's going to show our history. Because that's what most people, a lot of black people, you know, they're coming on to our shows and listening to the shows because they're looking, okay, what are, what, what are these brothers going to say about black history? You know, they're tired of the same old, same old, same old slavery, 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 slavery. Slavery. So, yes, we are 
somebody of note in the Bible. Job, he said, my skin is black upon me. So the word shakar, is, that means dusky. The definition that they have on dictionary.com, I didn't make it up, is dark or dark skin. I didn't make that up. So let's move from there. And another prominent figure, Solomon. Who knows Solomon? Who can say a few Solomon words? Was the Solomon was son of David. Hmm? I was saying Solomon is the son of David, which was which was one of the kings of the children of Israel, of the nation of Israel. That the Heavenly Father made a covenant with his father David that um, that it would be one that sit on his throne forever and ever, which is Jesus Christ. So let's go to the Song of Solomon, the first chapter in the first verse. Excuse All me. right. Song of Solomon, chapter 1 and verse 1. The Song of Songs, which is Solomon. So the Song of Songs, which is Solomon. So Solomon wrote the, the Songs of Solomon. Solomon also wrote many of the Proverbs. Solomon also wrote many of the books of Ecclesiastes. So, what does Solomon say in this book that he wrote about himself? First chapter. We're in the first chapter. Now read the fifth verse, please. Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 5. I am black, but comely. O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. Okay, many people say that's not you, you're you're interpreting that. It doesn't mean that you you know you you you're doing the Bible an injustice. So, read the next verse. All right, Song of Solomon, chapter one, verse six. Look not upon, <clears throat> excuse me. Look not upon me because I am black. Because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me the keeper of, of the vineyards. But mine own vineyard have I not kept. Right. So he says, look down upon me because I am black, because the sun have looked upon me. So generally when you put um, uh, dark-skinned people, so-called black people in the sun, what happened? What happened to what color they start turning? They get darker. Whiter? They get darker. So what color was Solomon then? Solomon was black. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, you know, black is beautiful. Well, guess what? Here's where you get it from, right here. So in in the Hebrew, once again. That word shakar shows up, where it says dusky, I and comely daughters of Jerusalem as the tents of Kedar. So, once again, is that dark skin because that's what dusky means. Dusky means dark in color, swarthy or dark skin. Also, the word kedar means dark. So. Solomon is describing himself as a dusky but handsome man. And 
his color is as dark as the tents of Kedar. And that's also that's also leading you because Kedar was one of the sons of Ishmael. That's also telling you about the the real Ishmaelites were dark skinned as well. Because they descended from from Abraham, another dark skinned man. So most people don't I mean we go we've been on the street and read this on the street you know, dealing with black history, and black black people damn near fake, or they're ready to fight because they can't break that programming that they're not just slaves. What do you mean? I, we were Solomon? Solomon was a dark-skinned man? They can't believe that. And more people be ready to fight than, you know, wow, you know, wow, that's no, well, what does that mean? That don't mean nothing. What that gonna do for me today? That's the kind of attitude that a lot of our people have and says, Wow, that's amazing. You know, I never heard that was in the Bible. Brother, where's that verse? Let me give me that verse. Not many people are saying that. Most people want to fight. Because they've got that programming that we ain't nothing. We ain't never been and that's that's the curse that the Lord has put on us for being disobedient to his commandments. That's why we suffer in America and the different places that we're in, and we don't know our history. We don't know that we are the people of God, and God has punishments. So Solomon, to his own account, is a dark-skinned man. I am black, but comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Kedar. He's saying what? He is dark like the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. Look not upon me, because I am black, because the sun have looked upon me. So Solomon was very dark. He was darker and darker. And he said, look, the sun that looked upon him, so a man had a black tan. So you brothers got anything, any comments before I move on to the next point? So what about the New Testament now? Let's move into the New Testament. Were any of the disciples of Christ, were they dark-skinned or, you know, anything anything that would suggest that they were dark-skinned? <clears throat> Yeah. You said the New Testament? New Testament. Mm -hmm. You got where, uh, in instance, when Paul, he thought he was the uh, Egyptian. Yeah. Okay. Get it right. He also had Acts 13 and 1. So are you are you gonna get that one and um read about Paul um you want it done? Yeah, I gotta I gotta get it I gotta search it up right quick. Okay, well uh Kazaki read Acts thirteen and one. Alright. This is Acts thirteen and verse one. And it mm -hmm. says Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as mm -hmm. Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger or Niger, excuse me, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manaean, which had been brought up with Hera, the Tetra, the Tetrarch, and Paul, Saul, excuse me. Now, that that Niger or Niger, what does that sound similar to? <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound similar to to you? It sounds a whole lot close, like the N-word, brothers. Okay, so... Let's look at the definition. It says, now there were in the church 
that was in Antioch, certain prophets and teachers, certain prophets and teachers. Remember, we just a bunch of slaves. We ain't nobody. They're black people. We're black people in the Bible. They don't show you that in TV and movies and greatest ever story ever told. As Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger. Now, what is the definition of Niger? In the Eastern Bible Dictionary, it says Niger or Niger. Definition, black. A surname of Simon, Acts 13, verse 1. He was probably so-called from his dark complexion. <laughs> wow. So, are we somebody? Yes, we are. Oh, we need Jesse to come around again. You are. We are somebody. We are somebody. We are somebody. The Bible is telling us there are dark-skinned people in the Bible. And there's many dark races. But one of those dark races were the people of the Most High God. Even the disciples. The disciples. And you got that you got that point about Paul? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, just, just to frame it up, it was Paul on his travels and now um the people were now making an uproar on Paul because he was bringing the word of the Heavenly Father and a lot of people, just like now, did not want to hear it. So I'm gonna read um in Acts twenty one and I'm gonna start at thirty six and I'm gonna read the verse thirty nine. And it says, For the multitude of the people followed followed after crying away with him. And as Paul was led to and as Paul was to be led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, May I speak unto thee, who said, Canst thou speak Greek? Verse 38, Art not thou that Egyptian which before these days made us an uproar and led us out into the wilderness 4,000 men that were murderers? But Paul hmm. said, verse 39, But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Tarshish, a city in Sicily, Sicily what's that word? Sicilia. Thank you. A citizen of no mean city, and I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto the people. So the point here that Paul asked the, the captain of the castle if he could speak, and the, and the man thought that Paul was an Egyptian. Okay, and just like yeah, that, but who was he? Who did he say he was, was though? He was, a, he was an Egyptian, and he was of the children of Israel, living in the land of. Um, say that word again, brother. Cilicia. Word. Yeah, that's right. That's where he was living. He wasn't yeah. living in Israel, but he was living in another land. Yet he was of the children of Israel. Now remember, remember, Paul said he was a Jew. He was mistaken for an Egyptian. Joseph was mistaken for the Egyptian. Moses was mistaken for the Egyptian. Now, according to historical facts and the Zodavan um, Bible Dictionary, that Ham, who was the progenitor of the dark races, the Egyptians descended from Ham. So when 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 the Romans saw it, oh, man, I thought you wanted those Egyptians guys. <laughs> so oh, Paul, Paul was a dark-skinned man. The, the 
the great evangelist who was going and teaching those who were scattered abroad in different Christian churches in Rome and Philippia and Cappadocia and Corinth and all over these different places, he was a dark-skinned man, and he was a Jew. Wow. Um, wow. Do, you mind if I add, do you mind if I add this point with it as well? Sure. <clears throat> and uh, the, the point with it, and, and it's plain as day, but just to really put it out there and iterate it for uh, brothers and sisters that are listening, that, you know, just because we have dark skin or someone's come dark as other nations and their uh, people come of a dark skin or of a dark hue does not make us brothers or kin to that nation. Hmm. Right. I mean, some of us come as dark as some African nations. That does not mean that we are all the same people of the same bloodline. No. No, definitely not. And that's a, that's a, mis- a common mistake that most um, black people make, but you wouldn't make that mistake between the Chinese or the Japanese or the Japanese or the Korean. So let's continue on. And before we continue on, I want to play this clip. Now, this clip, this clip is a clip from the movie Malcolm X. Because we're going to talk about the greatest man that ever walked the earth, Jesus Christ. And how is he portrayed in society today? He's portrayed as a white man. So let's let's play this clip from the movie Malcolm X. Hold on a second. And the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. St. John 10, verse 10. Are there any questions? Jesus was born in a region where the people had color. 
There's proof in the very Bible that you ask us to read in Revelations, first chapter, verse 14 and 15, that Jesus had hair like wool and feet the color of brass. But just, just what are you saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm proving to you that Jesus was not, and I might quote one of our Indian brothers, he was not a pale thing. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that interesting? So, that movie was... Long, long time ago. We're like the the eighties, nineties, late eighties, nineties. Right. Mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was before the mid nineties. It was in the night early nineties. Ninety two, ninety three, somewhere around there. But um. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's true. Is is that what it says in the in in Revelations that Christ was. Was a dark skinned man. Let's let's get um the book of Revelations, the first chapter and the first verse. The book of Revelation, chapter one and verse one, right? Yep, one and one. Revelations one verse one. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. So this is the revelation, the revealing of Jesus Christ. And he sent his servants to what? To show something. So let's go to the 10th verse in this same chapter, this first chapter of the book of Revelations, this book of revealing, this book of Apocalypse. All right, verse 10. It says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. So, first of all, what day is the Lord's day? The Sabbath day. Didn't the scripture say that Christ is even Lord of the Sabbath? Yes, sir, it does. So, that's the Lord's day. It's not the what they said Sunday. Sunday is the Lord's Day. They put that under Constantine in the fourth century because he was a sun worshiper. He worshipped the sun. Saul Evictus, the unconquerable sun. And that's where you get your Christmas. That's all the rebirth of the sun. That's where you get your Easter. It's all going into sun worship, which going all the way back to the worship of Satan. That's the disguise, and that's why the scripture is telling in Revelations that Satan has the whole has deceived the whole world. But we're not deceived because we only follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So here's John, who was banished to the island of Patmos for teaching about Jesus Christ. So he's there on the Sabbath day, and he's getting this vision. Read on. All right. Uh, verse 11. Say I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and to Pergamos, and to Thyatira, and to Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. So he hid his voice behind him, and he said, listen, I am Alpha and Omega, I'm the first and last. 
What you see, write it in the book, and I want you to send it out to these servers, seven churches, as a message to them. Read on. Okay. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. So John is turning around like, wait a minute, I hear this voice around. He's turning around to see who is talking to him. Read on. All right. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. So who is he looking at? He was looking at Jesus Christ himself. Right. He's looking at the Lord. He's looking at Jesus Christ. Remember, this is a revelation of Jesus Christ. So it says, he turned around, he saw seven golden candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man. That name is attributed to prophets, but is more so attributed to Christ more than anybody else. Clothed with a garment, down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. So Christ had on a girdle that came from his stomach up to his chest. He had a war belt, but it was gold. Read on. All right. Verse 14. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. So it describes the head on his head and his hairs, meaning his facial hair, his beard, because biblically, men were supposed to have a beard. They wasn't supposed to mar up their beard or shave it off or be clean-shaven looking like a woman. That's why so many brothers today, they have that effeminate spirit on them. They don't have the spirit of a man. Having a beard doesn't make you a man, but shaving it off sure make you look like a woman. That smooth, a woman has a smooth face. Christ had a beard. So the head on his head and the hairs on his face were like wool. Now, what people on the earth has hair as the texture of wool? Our people. Can it? Who? Israelites. Who? Case in point, my grandfather. Who your grandfather? People can't see you, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) People that call themselves so-called Negroes. Okay, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, yes. Big Rose, West Indians, a, a, a lot of Latinos, you know, got nappier hair than than the Negroes in Harlem. They wouldn't like to admit it, but a lot of them do. So, black people have woolly texture of hair. And it says it's white as snow, so it was fully gray. Now, it says something interesting. It says his eyes were as a flame of fire. Now, it doesn't mean that when he turned around, Christ had flaming, fiery eyes, and, you know, he's about to put poor John to death for some evils that he's done. What does that mean? Well, the scriptures let it be known that uh, Jesus Christ's eyes, it's already prophesied about his eyes, mm-hmm. how he would be that the Messiah, Shiloh, in Genesis 49. In Genesis 49... In about verse uh, 12, Genesis, Genesis 49 and 12. His read from, eyes shall be read red. from 10. Okay. So we know that it's, it's no mistake we're speaking about Jesus Christ. Okay. Genesis 49 and verse 10. It says, 
the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come. Mm. And, unto, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be, binding his foal unto the vine and his ass's coat unto the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Mm. So, so this was speaking of Shiloh, which is Christ, okay, which is the Messiah, Messiah. And it says of those things and what we're talking about, that his eyes shall be red with wine. But all of that, those verses was talking of um, Jesus Christ. Because Christ is Shiloh. But this is speaking about someone who drinks a lot of wine. So go to the book of Matthews 11 and 19. So did Christ drink a lot of wine? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, well, let's get the proof and evidence. Matthew chapter 11, verse 19. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners, but wisdom is justified of her children. So what they were trying to say about him is that he was a drunk because he drunk a lot of wine, but Christ never got drunk because that's a sin. So the verse before that in Matthew eleven eighteen, they were trying to slander John the Baptist. It says, for John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he have a devil. So they were finding something to discredit the men of God, the prophets of God who was coming up. So the false prophets and teachers were trying to find some kind of dirt or fault finding on the true men of God that he was sending. So they said, John, he had a devil. He wasn't. He didn't eat nor he drink because he, he was following the law of the Nazarite. So he wasn't overeating. The man was eating um, locusts and wild honey in the wilderness. So he had a meager diet. So Christ came. Christ was jamming food. He was eating food. Even after he rose from the grave, he's like, where that fish? Let me get some of that fish. He had a broiled fish and honey. He was eating with the disciples. <laughs> so the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, behold, a man gluttonous and a wine bibber, because Christ drunk a lot of wine, but he never got drunk. So that shows us why when he saw him, his eyes were Read. Now also get Proverbs 23 and 29 before we read on in the book of Revelations. Proverbs right. 23rd chapter in the 29th verse. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine. They that go to seek mixed wine. So this shows you why Christ's eyes were red. Those that tarry long at the wine, they have redness of eyes. So let's go back to the book of Revelations. So now we've, we've got Christ's head. We got his hairs on his feet, his hairs on his face, and the texture of his hair is like a Negro's hair or a black person's hair as they would describe him today. Now, we've got what? He was drinking wine and his eyes are red. So let's read on in the book of Revelations. What else does it say about him? 
as he as he turns around and he's looking at a man. John the John on the island of Patmos is looking at Christ and he's describing Christ. Read on. Uh, verse fifteen now, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, mm. and his voice as the sound of many waters. Now we've gone, and when you look at Jesus Christ's lineage, his genealogy, where does it? Where does he descend from? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to read it all. But when you read Matthew chapter 1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, actually Christ's lineage can be traced back to Adam. Okay. So wasn't, wasn't Jesus Christ the son of David? Yes, he was. Did he not descend from Solomon? Yes, he did. So go back to Song of Solomon 1 and 5. Go back and read Song of Solomon 1 and 5. Because it said, when you when you take anything and you burn it in a fire, what color does it get? It's going to get black. Huh? Real dark. Say, say it again. It gets real dark, gets black, gets charred. But what? It gets dark, swarthy, dark, black. Now, this is this is in your Bible that you have at home. I suggest that you pick it up, read along, and see what the truth is. But let's look in let's look in Jesus Christ's lineage. Because first of all, we read from the beginning of this show that Adam was of the ground. He was a dark skinned man. And then the scientists proved that Eve was more likely to be a dark haired, dark skinned woman. That's in the Newsweek article where they had about Adam and Eve. Now, go back to Song of Solomon 1 and 5, who Solomon is in Jesus Christ's lineage. Read that. Song of Solomon 1 and 5. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.